Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. stoppies hello 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 it's just the two of us up here in the studio aka mike's bedroom yes we are out of our professional grade studio today coming at you live from uh well it's not live for them coming at you live and on (laughs) point (laughs) and unprepared uh we are in fact in mike's bedroom because uh we had a few scheduling challenges with our latest guest so we had to move some things around and that's all good my friends because it gives us the opportunity to get intimate you know what i mean yeah we're sitting very close to each other we're sitting very close to each other we're we are in Mike Dunn's bedroom, which conveniently is located right below my bedroom. Yeah, uh, because we live together. So, um, and it seems fitting that we would be surrounding a bed and getting intimate and face to face over, uh, you know, the the artists that we are choosing to skewer this evening, uh, because this is an artist who is known for his sensuality, mm-hmm. so to speak, mm-hmm. for his uh, ability to transcend boundaries of gender and race and uh, taste, I would say. And height. Height, height, indeed. Um, yeah, I mean... Uh, He's too much of himself for anything but a a fully uh, invested episode with the two of us who both happen to be huge fans. Huge fans. Huge fans of this artist. Um, but it's really, it, it's special. Of this artist or of the artist? Of the artist. <laughs> have, you, have you guessed who we're talking about yet? Uh, I think you might have figured it out. His favorite color is purple. 
Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm introducing him for a game show. <laughs> <laughs> and we have him here on the show today. And we, here he is. <laughs> we will be channeling Prince tonight. Uh, we will be uh, uh, doing a seance. Maybe a chaos seance. Oh boy! If you will, let's not. Let's if not you will, mix yeah, those drinks. that's that's true. <laughs> that's a bad cocktail. That's a bad cocktail. Uh, Speaking of cocks and tails, we're here to discuss <laughs> Prince, <laughs> the artist formerly known as, forever known as, um, perpetually in our hearts and in our lower genitalia, <laughs> as opposed to the upper one. As opposed to the upper one, you know, there's lots of erogenous. So, is that how you? pronounce that i've literally never known it is erogenous I, it's erogenous you must have heard it no i yes. swear to god it's like when i thought that banal was pronounced banal and i went hard for for banal as the pronunciation of banal did you do that on the show no that was like in real life with our friend group i was horrified deeply embarrassed uh that's funny stoppies yeah well i'm glad you, you didn't read find enough amusement from it you didn't read enough uh roger ebert reviews because he used the word banal constantly read them how would i speech to text enough (laughs) what are you talking about is (laughs) this a thing that you did i read a lot of roger ebert reviews he's my favorite critic did you do it and it to the point where you knew how to pronounce banal because how the fuck else what are you gonna think i mean again how did i learn how to pronounce banal (laughs) i don't don't. it's stupid it's a stupid thing but anyway erogenous zones uh, mispronunciations those are actually kind of the wheelhouse of the, <laughs> of the artists that we are going to be yeah, he's discussing got some mispronunciations. today he got some that i wrote some, down from these yeah tracks. so yeah you might some be asking misspellings yourself, you might be asking yourself why prince prince is good great question he's good right you're, yes we, you're, we love prince why is he on this show about bad music um you know, so here's the thing with yeah. somebody, an artist who is prolific. Yeah. 39 studio albums. 30 fucking nine studio. What the hell have you done in your life, stoppy, generic stoppy, who we've been dictating to this whole mm-hmm, time? Mm-hmm. Um, what have I been doing with my life? What have either of us been doing with our lives? We don't even have 39 studio episodes of this podcast. No, we don't. And this doesn't <laughs> even count as a studio episode because we're in a fucking bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We're 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 not even close to catching up at this point. No, no. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you have a prolific artist, and and this was actually the question we posed to our faithful stoppies uh, on Facebook, the three of you that interact with our <laughs> posts, we really appreciate you. We could shout you out by name: Chris Keneally, Stefan Perrier, and uh, Wiley. Yeah, thank yeah. you guys. We were Mitch uh, Williams. Oh, Mitch. Yeah, he's he's good. He Did he respond? Sometime. Oh, on this um, particular post. No, um, I'm just talking about like the three people who respond. But anyway, Chris Keneally. Let me just. He's I'm putting MVP. you on blast, Chris Keneally, real quick, because <laughs> saying that a future guest on our show he, by the that way. that Bowie has more Stinkeroonie albums than good ones, like Stinkeroonie, scientific term, buddy, buddy. <laughs> I, I love you, Chris, but who do you fucking think you are? I gotta, I I gotta teach a class on Bowie because he's got the, some deep cuts folks don't appreciate. But let's talk about Prince's no, deep so, cuts. So my point was that we asked you all out there which which sacred cow you'd most like us to slaughter, which is appropriate for the vegan Prince that yeah, we will be. Yeah. And nobody chose Prince. Everybody wanted us to do Bowie. And I, I hate to say it, but Bowie, I think... Uh, arguably, not even arguably, like pretty definitively, has has a higher percentage of great music than. Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. Ratio wise, I mean, um, I I went through to find the songs we're going to be doing today. Um, I mean, we haven't even said it's going to be the ten worst Prince songs. We're doing the the bottom ten worst Prince songs. Bottom ten. So 
Um, it's a special I, edition. I listened to a lot of Prince albums I had never listened to before. Like I, it, he has so many albums, and I, you know I, I had probably up to this point listened to about twelve of them. You know, eleven of which came out before nineteen ninety one, and yeah. they're all great. Yeah, and they really are. They're all great from in the eighties, in the late seventies, and, and all through the eighties. Prince was killing the game, <clears throat> but then he, um, then he found God. Oh, but I was going to say something about Bowie. I got, I'm getting so off track. So what I I'm saying is that so I listened to a bunch you. of Prince albums that I never listened to before, and I there wasn't one Prince album that is, uh, you know, bad totally all the bad. way through. You know yeah. what I mean? And Bowie has never let me down and tonight which i think are through and through garbage albums yeah and we could easily do one of those for this show with prince we had to pick and choose we had to go through and cherry pick the worst songs under the cherry moon under the cherry pick? picked moon <laughs> perchance yeah that song uh, did not make the cut uh it's a bad song though bad i movie. like that song i guess the song's okay but the movie's bad do, I don't know. Under the Cherry Moon is kind of like a like Prince doing like Twin Peaks jazz. I don't know. Yeah, does that really? Is that okay? <laughs> well, I love the Twin Peaks soundtrack. I listen to it okay. to relax. Okay. Well, that's nice. Constantly. That, okay, but music, but Prince's music to fuck to, and I think right. we've like very clear. And so my main my hypothesis: so many of these songs that we chose today are definitely from the later end of the Prince catalog. They're almost all from the nineties, from the nineties and the early two thousands. Because unfortunately, my my stop is uh, Prince found God, or he found a fucking cult that told him that he found God um, and it's kind of like you know fucking uh, Battlefield Earth uh, yeah I mean I don't want to compare Jehovah's Witnesses to Scientology they are. there's levels to this shit y- yeah there's levels but also just, I'm sorry I spent a lot of time researching cults and Jehovah's Witnesses are f- it's a fucking cult it is a cult but I mean it's, it's a not- scary fucked up cult and and they ruined princes I mean Prince went from I don't know fucking when doves cry to fucking Animal Kingdom, like, how did that happen? You'll <laughs> well, you'll I, hear about it. I don't want folks. I don't want it. Spoiler alert. I don't think it's fair to blame it all on Jehovah's on Jehovah on, on <laughs> Young Ho. I blame God but, for all of my problems <laughs> <laughs> because I think you know, even though Prince, it is a cult and all that. Like, I think Prince kind of a little bit practice his own kind of funky version of uh, <laughs> of Jehovah's Witness because like he's still dra- like like Lauren Hill practiced a funky version of Catholicism with the sister act he still drank wine <laughs> he still had promiscuous sex you know like he he wasn't you know but the thing is he still made all this bad music and I think in addition to the religious shit yeah um, he also he released seven albums in like four years uh, when he was trying to get out of his um, Warner Brothers contract, just rapidly releasing albums in the early nineties. Uh, he yeah. that at the time that he was writing "Slave on His Cheek." Um, Yikes! And then nineteen ninety five rolls around, "Emancipation," his next album mm-hmm. after that. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, at some point uh, around the Batman soundtrack. Yeah. Um, or maybe just after "Love Sexy," the bullshit detector kind of shit the bed for Prince. He didn't, he, he he was just like, you know what? 
I'm putting it all out, and he, which is crazy because he's got all these other songs in the vault. Yeah, apparently. never saw the light of day. He released a few too many because... Yes. <laughs> in, the, in the 90s, he released a few too many. And uh, I mean, there were some good tracks on those albums. I listened I listened to a good chunk of these albums. Basically, to find these tracks, I scoured uh, Prince.org message board posts, and just I just searched found all the threads I could of people discussing the worst print songs. Yes. And I listened to a bunch of them and they I didn't think they were that bad. Because Prince is good. Here's what we're saying, Stoppies. Prince is good. Yeah. All right. We're grasping at purple straws, but no, I do think it's important to kill your idols every once in a while and 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 let me be, you know, let me make sure to emphasize the fact that this is I I'm not just a casual Prince fan. Like Prince, you know, Kiss was my first dance at my wedding. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to Paisley Park with said husband in like two weeks. We're going to Minneapolis because, uh, you know, devastatingly, we never got to see Prince when he was alive. And we're both, you know, pretty obsessed. So we're going to fucking Minneapolis to go for like a three hour VIP experience tour where we'll get to go into his real studio. And maybe I'll, yeah, maybe I'll record a dumb make it stop sing along promo in there. Ruin my. (laughs) chance uh you know get sued ruin my good fortune yeah yeah get sued by his estate uh i won't say anything about this podcast um but yeah i mean i adore prince and in my mind he could until today he could do no wrong and um you know what it's like figuring out that santa's not real (laughs) like this shit is i also bad (laughs) i also love prince i just want to say i didn't like i'm not going to paisley park or anything but i i like prince a lot i mean Top Correct. three Prince albums, go. Uh, I mean, I mean, fucking Purple Rain, Sign of the Times, fucking the original, the the, the uh, second album, Prince, self titled. Ooh, all right, I like those choices. Yeah, that's my top three. I'm going uh, Purple Rain, of course. You can't, um, you can't, you can't. Uh, Dirty Mind. Yes. Oh, you know what? Also great. That yep. would be number four. And. Mm. You know, I like Parade a lot. Like, I feel like that album doesn't yeah. get enough shine. I can see why. Yeah, it's got. Sometimes it snows in April. Oh, oh, it's got don't fucking start because new I'm position. Fucking cry. Only Prince can sometimes like kill. Sometimes it snows. That's my favorite. That might be my favorite Prince song. It's a great song. I don't know. And then, but also like that song, <laughs> New Position, where like it's like only Prince can fucking just kill a song that is only his voice and drums and uh, like electronic drums and steel yep. drums. But he finds out ways to ruin songs similarly uh, that we're going to be talking about today. I will say sometimes it snows in April after Prince passed away, April 21st, 2016. Still still remember like it was yesterday. It was mm-hmm. brutal. Yep. I was at work. I It was actually my first week of working at Somerville Media Center and I had a group full of kids and we were out on a shoot and I told them I needed to... I, I had multiple people. Actually, it was you. It was you that texted me first. Um, but multiple people that morning because they knew how much I cared about Prince yeah. had been texting me. But you texted me first, Mike, saying um, Prince has been like hospitalized or something. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a, and you were giving me updates. I was like, okay, like, tell me what happens next, you know? And then I found out. Yeah, um, I remember. 
And then I literally told a group of children of teenagers that I was with that I had never met before that I needed to go cry in the corner for a little while. They were very kind about it. And then I listened to Sometimes It Snows in April every day for a week and just (laughs) sobbed. (laughs) I would wake up and just sob. I painted, I I did all my, I fucking, you know, dyed my hair purple. And I remember just listening to Purple Rain in the shower and like flinging my hair back dramatically (laughs) until it like, the dye like dripped down the sides of the bathroom and I was singing I mean, this is, uh, yeah, anyway. So let me tell you, Stoppies. I, this brings me no joy. Actually, it does bring me some joy because some of this shit's fucking funny. Yeah. Um, but it, it doesn't, you know, um, we love Prince. We love Prince so fucking much. I think um, we do. We take a lot, we get a lot of joy from tearing people down in the show, I think. You know, yeah. like, as I listen back to it, I'm like, oh, geez. So we're kind of bullies sometimes. I mean, we're funny bullies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least. <laughs> We're like the like one. We're like the the Boy Meets World uh, bullies. <laughs> we oh like Harley Kiner. Yeah, oh no. Yeah. Oh no. Joey the Rat and yeah. Uh, uh, what was uh, Adam Scott's character? Oh Griff. Griff. Yeah. <laughs> deep I'm Griff. Cut, dip, deep cut. We need to do a Boy Meets World podcast. If that hasn't there happened, there is a Boy Meets World podcast. I saw. I found them on Twitter. They're called Boar Meets World, and I haven't listened to them yet. But I'm going to check okay. it out. All right. Well, let, now we're going to cross promote. We got to get them on the show. It. Okay, we're going to do it, uh, and we'll do a we'll review like a Rilo Kylie album, right? Because yeah. that dude was in Rilo Kylie. Oh, also shouts out to um, Rock Candy. Oh, Rock Candy. The girls yeah. from Rock Candy. I've been listening to Rock Candy. It's a really good podcast. They just did a Prince episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. which uh, just like about him in general? No, about-, about well, they do like they break down like scenes or albums like okay. in like great detail and shit. Wow. And they did uh, they did actually the movie Purple rain and the album like, oh fuck yeah you know the behind the which i own story. on vhs and dvd um yeah. well we should have them on the podcast yeah. shouts out They're, to rock candy we love you come down from troy new york i think oh cool that's where bev has a house that's where my uh, grandmother lives oh, i think that's nice well we'll host you you host us we'll have a little exchange program um in the meantime yeah let's get we're gonna get to, to some music here so okay so we picked the 10 worst prince songs and we're gonna let you know stoppies there was one song in particular that we had ranked as the as the worst that we just couldn't get a copy of so we yeah. had to do a little rearranging it's notorious and we'll still talk about it but we can't find it anywhere it's been wiped from existence wiped from the internet so um we added one more which is this next song um which is fucking dumb and terrible and basically is like a drunk uh morris day and prince fucking around for 15 minutes yeah 15 minutes yeah it's not really a song it's a couple it's a couple drunk dudes jamming out in the basement like yes we've all been there but this has been released to the masses, and yeah. here it is. All right, so this is Chlorine Bacon Skin by the artist, formerly known as Prince. Or no, he was still Prince. He was Prince. This he was, was recorded Prince. in like 83. All right, well, here you go. Oldest song on the list. Chlorine Bacon Skin. Brother Alfred. Alfred. Alfred, I need you to talk to me, son. Come on. Alfred. Come on, Alfred. Talk to me now. I wanna got to hear you say, say Alfred I can't hear you Come on. Oh, Okay <laughs> Okay folks <laughs> That happened Um so 
chlorine bacon skin. <laughs> yes, that's chlorine bacon skin. <laughs> that's what that is. Um, it's 15 minutes long. It's yep. got Morris Day on the drums. <laughs> Who is Alfred? <laughs> Prince on the bass and vocals. Alfred is chlorine bacon skin's brother. This is a story that Prince is making up as he goes along. It's a very long story about like a fat woman with skin made of bacon skin made of like pork skin yeah uh and he's like the thing is i don't fault this song for being 15 minutes long i don't what i don't fault this song for it being what like (laughs) prince just delivering every line in like a uh, weird uh, character voice i don't even know what he's doing i fault I, i fault this song because it's uh it's it's mean it's mean. It's very fat shamey. And everything else you just said is also terrible. I don't know. Okay, you told me this this apparently was recorded the day after they recorded Jungle Love? Yes, this was recorded the day was after they recorded like Jungle Love. Was it just like it was an ex- especially long refractory period between like fucking like just like coming and then like, <laughs> being like No, they're just they're just blowing off steam. I guess uh, coming, yeah, I guess. It's, <laughs> I you know, I understand, you know, I know the recording process can be stressful. I think I feel like this is them just like killing time. For 15 but... Yeah, but they're killing my time i don't know how much time i have left on this planet the thing is like (laughs) i I question why this was put on the crystal ball compilation album in 1998 um (laughs) but i think it was because like i think actually there might have been some fans who had like heard this you know outtake you know surface and we're like you know chlorine bacon skin like it was like like a legendary i don't know i'm making that up i'm literally making that up no no, um, I just that's the only reason I can think to put cut it on it the out. album. I mean, it literally was like you know, cut cut it out. Like it was, it was something that was never released and then was released on the special piece. So I guess that's like why we shouldn't care. But like fifteen minutes of the laziest fat shaming and then like like gla- like growling kind of unintelligibly such weird such weird like like uh, noises yeah and he's 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 like a he's like a mutant like this baby like the sexy baby voice i don't know what's going on because i don't want babies is he supposed to be a sexy baby or like a like a like a dirty old man like i I don't know either way it's weird and rude he's doing a bit he does this bit through the whole song uh I mean, Here's some lyrics. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm and I'm sexy. Good God, with the bacon meat, pork meat. Close the hi hat up. Come on, say. Oh yeah, he keeps like yelling to Morris Day to like play Tom Toms, play Tom Toms. Oh, uh, Alfred. Uh, I can right. smell that shit. This ain't that's no n- James Brown like fucking like you know community that's what jam he was doing, right though. now. He was but do- that's what he was trying to do. That's what I, yeah, but it's not that. James Brown was talented, and when he was jamming with his fucking twenty-person band, it's just you and Morris Day going boop 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 boop, boop on the fucking drums and bass exclusively. <laughs> I'm, I'm scrolling through these lyrics, and they are endless. <laughs> it just goes on and on. Yeah, I don't Alfred, think I actually listened to this whole song. Maybe I would hate this song more if I actually listened the full fifteen minutes of it because I feel like I was like, all right, well, this isn't really a song. I'm I'm done with it. I get it. No, and I pushed for its inclusion because, like, what? the fuck prince dude yeah it's a bad look the thing is like prince so sexy baby why prince broke down a lot of boundaries but i think he he was he had some misogynistic shit going on like 
throughout his career. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. He no. I'm gonna say he was pretty genre and gender um, he, defying. He he was. I mean, he he was, but he still slapped Apollonia. Oh, he slapped Apollonia. Uh, in the movie. Yeah. Okay, well... In the movie... Oh, yeah, because that character was nothing like the real-life prince. Listen, listen. <laughs> it was also like about mo- his abusive dad and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. It was... Yeah, I, I'm i not I'm not doing that. All right, okay. I'm not doing that I'm, to I'm Prince just, Rogers Nelson look, here. Prince is great. He, you know, it was right, the 80s. There was is. a lot of shit going on, you know? There's a lot of... You couldn't... Not everyone... Like Hesta Prynne told us, it was a different time. You have to consider the time that it was made. Wait, are we? Have we come full circle? Hashtag Hesta Prynne was right. <laughs> Stop it. Cut it out. Hashtag Hesta Prynne, we will still have you on the show if you are interested. Please can make us more notorious. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, every man is problematic. <laughs> so sure. I'm sure Prince uh, is problematic in his, you know, in his way. But um, this particular song, it's just fucking like a, like a jamboree without the jam. I don't know. It's boring. I think it's without the boree. Without the boree. <laughs> <laughs> it is just an aimless jam. You know, it's, it's with just bass and drums. I, the thing is, though, like I feel like I'm not as mad at this song as I am at some of the other songs on the list because I don't know. I could just turn it off and and I could just set it and forget it. And there's some other for songs for 15 here minutes with you. for 15 minutes. All right, yeah, Heather, I know it's bad. I'm not saying it's you're fine. It's bad. <laughs> Jeez. All right, it's bad, and I effectively lobbied it for it to be on the list, and you all know why it's bad. Uh, you really don't need to listen to it. <laughs> on MetroLyrics.com, they quote, Broch? Yes, <laughs> you can't Broch. fuck with that? Broch. Are you he, he, me? Says that. he says that. He says Broch? You can't fuck with that. Broch? 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 Broch. Sorry, hold on, you have to say it like a sexy baby. Broch? Broch? You can't fuck with that. You can't fuck with that. That's fucking... It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. We're going back to farm animal noises. There are farm animal noises coming up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <there's... laughs> I guess a dolphin's not a farm a dolphin. animal. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's bat screeches there's too. There's some bat screeches. Spoil- no, no whale, whale, whale calls also. Yeah. All right, we don't want to spoil. This. <laughs> There's a lot of there's a lot of fun to be had. All right, shall we um shall we move on to let's uh number nine. All right, so this is Blue Light. This is from the Love Symbol album that was actually the title of the album was just that symbol that he changed his name to a little yeah. bit later there. Uh from 1992, this is Blue Light. Okay. So Heather was just said, you know, I'll admit I didn't want chlorine bacon skin on the list. Heather didn't want blue light on the list. Okay, and well, uh, let's. I mean, okay. why not? Okay, I mean, <laughs> did because, you hear that? Because it's a Prince reggae song. And yes, exactly. I, right. Well, yeah, it's like Margaritaville Prince with like a Skinamax video. <laughs> it's very and like Skinamax. some like shady rattlesnake Congos in the background. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it's bad. Okay, you're, yeah. you win. Is, it, is this blue light or is this red, red wine? Like, <laughs> straight up, this is the most like plastic reggae possible. Uh, well, and here's the thing. This featured Prince's wife at the time, Mayte Garcia, and... Um, she was featured on a bunch of the songs on this album. This was a love symbol album, the first one that he uh had reinvented himself as the unpronounceable symbol that was that uh was the I don't know was supposed to represent like the unity of female and male, I believe, and uh this was conceived as a quote fantasy rock soap opera with spoken word segues and interludes throughout which then ended up getting cut um from the album similarly to kisses music from the elder show <laughs> the us the receipts story. show us the receipts prince hashtag um, show us the receipts prince. <laughs> um but the story of the album oh, he was oh <laughs> sorry cut. you can cut that i'm not gonna so the storyline of the album is that an egyptian princess played by mayte garcia falls in love with a rock star prince in parentheses and entrust him with a religious artifact the three chains of turin or three chains o gold during her escape from seven assassins as referenced in hit single seven so there was a story behind this somehow apparently around this entire album oh, but sounds... blue light is like yeah. the most generic this is it, it's basically escape from the island from yeah it's a real enthralling part of the story you want to hear some some of the story enlighten us in blue lighten us oh well here we are again looking for something to get us in the mood i tell each and every one of my friends that the love we make is really pretty rude <laughs> like evian and the deep blue sea oh, yeah. you and me got different tastes <laughs> Fucking shit sucks. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> so wait, is she is he saying that like her pussy tastes like Evian and his dick is the deep blue sea? <laughs> no, he's just saying like, oh, uh, uh, ooh, we're like different. These lyrics are really fucking. Oh, I thought dumb. they were talking about tasting each <laughs> other. I don't know. I made it more dirty to make it more interesting, but it actually wasn't even that dirty, apparently. I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's got some I mean it's, I'll be standing naked with nothing but a smile on. It's got some dirt it's got some prince lyrics for sure. But I don't know. It's like, it's just corny. And I feel yeah. like in listening to these lyrics, I, I can tell that this relationship is not going to last. Well, it's really sad. You oh, know what happened? what happened? Oh, it's really awful. Um, Meite Garcia was his wife and also the mother of his child. And his child like died like months old. Like he I was like really, was... really poor, like really... Um, had some sort of like genetic disease or something yeah, and I remember, died. I remember that happened. And it actually, I mean, you could probably say, I, I, I bet like that correlated pretty directly with him like becoming a Jehovah's Witness. Do you know why I remember that happened? Yeah. Is because I remember vaguely because I was a young, I was a child. Mm -hmm. The Oprah interview. Oh. Do you remember when Oprah interviewed him at Paisley yes. Park? Yes. It all had everything had that soft. He had a he brought in like his own camera crew and the RuPaul's and Drag Race rig. soft lavender the, lighting. Yes, yes, the soft yes. filter. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. And I remember that that interview was like right after his son died. Yeah, it was awful. Um, so I don't know. So at that time, yeah, I, I think that was what ended their relationship more than anything else. All right, I'm sad. sorry. Well, the no, song I mean, still sucks. It, the song, yeah, the song is. <laughs> the song is like it's like dangerously close to Lenny Kravitz territory. Oh, 
actually doesn't Lenny Kravitz like play on one of these albums? I think I saw that does somewhere. He? I think this he does. might just be a Lenny Kravitz song. Maybe it is. Uh, because like, it's <sighs> it's got that. It's just got that like super plastic feel, wistful, fucking like. I don't know, like fucking women's restroom at a fucking airport feel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like department store music yeah. from a fucking Jordan Marsh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's and it's like the lamest. You don't need to do reggae, Prince. No, you you do everything else. You don't else. do you it are, like this. No, you definitely you don't, don't do, it, do like it like this. And w- yeah, these like these clearly synthesized steel drums too. Like. Yeah. I, <laughs> Toms? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I uh, I don't. That's enough. <laughs> I don't like. I, I the thing is, I I was gonna say I don't need to hear Prince do reggae, but I would love to hear Prince do like good reggae. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but it's like fucking you know Eddie Murphy doing reggae with Snoop Lion. Like you, everyone's disappointed. That was better. <laughs> that was better. Did you listen to that wow. song? Um. A little bit. It was better than this, and it was better than anything on uh, the fucking... How could it be? How could it be? Yeah, well, that's not hard to do. <laughs> that's a bad album. Um, all right. Shall we go on to the next song here on our list? Sure, yeah. Let's do uh, From Diamonds and Pearls, 1991. <laughs> Jughead. Beautiful. In a motion, lots of attitude, coast to coast in. So yeah, Jughead. Jughead. Uh, there, <laughs> there's, a, there's a surprising number of um, you know when I was on the on the Prince.org forums looking for these songs, a lot of the songs people are saying are the worst Prince songs. Are there's all these songs he came out with, with the New Power Generation. Yeah. Um, which was his like group uh, post uh, Revolution, uh, when uh, he made his third movie, Graffiti Bridge, which we'll get to. Um, yes, we will. And there's all these songs from the New Power Generation era with, like, where most of the lyrics are delivered by just these bad rappers. Yeah, and Miss... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that was the biggest reason why this song is so terrible is that there's barely any prints. It's like he just invited, like, six MC Scat Cats to, like, fill up the fucking track and <laughs> yes. just, just personality-less, like, you know, totally interchangeable, cheesy fucking... Um, like rap meaningless lyrics. lyrics. Let me shed. It's easier said. Code red. Bust the new groove. Just hype for the jughead. Like that's. Uh, by the way, that's Tony M. That's our guy, Tony M. So, um, Tony M. Did a lot of raps in this era. Uh, like I didn't want to put more than one Prince New Power Generation rap song in the album, but I think this one is the worst. It's just. It's just dumb and unnecessary, and. Yeah, let's 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 find some of the lyrics. This is like the lyrics start with mm, "What the hell was that?" Which is making me wonder what came before the recording of <laughs> Jughead. Uh, all across the land, Rio Marbella, we getting stupid. Ha, Germany, Paris, France, we getting stupid. Yeah, yeah. we are getting stupid. We on are. The song. song is stupid. Um, what's disappointing about this song is that is when, everything is when Prince does come in. He just spits like a weak, 
like four bars. Um, and I'm trying to find those lyrics right now. Yeah. Um, they're they're pretty much interchangeable with all these other fucking generic, boring-ass fucking rap couplets that barely even rhyme. I don't even know. Ugh, I'm frozen on an upbeat clock and a freak and a low pro. You know, discreet baby was laughing, but before a note was even said, she's on the dance floor next beat kicking the jug head. Yeah. I just I think the only lyric I wrote down from Prince is you think I'm posing I'm just frozen. Uh, <laughs> um, this was '91 and I feel like rap was still, um, like it was er- the early days, but gangster rap no. was happening. Better uh, rap was happening. A I lot mean, of even better like, rap. This think is about definitely like a few De La years. Soul or whatever. Like you, you know, they were doing sim- a similar flow, but they had shit to say as yeah. opposed to fucking just nothing interesting happening in this fucking song. Uh, we getting funky in the house tonight, yo, homie, kick it just like that. Hey, yeah, it's just all like and it's all like it, it, repeat it, eight times. <laughs> like maybe he's trying to just do like break beat. A throwback to like when rap was like just more about the break dancing and just having them be like, Yeah, get but down, Prince. get stupid, but like Yeah. I don't know. Prince, why you gotta even go there? I don't know. It's it's like a cha cha slide type of song. Take your back foot and then you let it slide. Do the jug head. Do the jug head. Maybe it's maybe it's a combination of the what was that fucking ICP song and then do the Bartman. <laughs> 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 Everybody in the men. Actually, that could have totally been a Prince mistake. Do do was- the Bartman is way better than this song. <laughs> way better. <laughs> Yo, the- well, do the Bartman puts this song to shame? Yeah, that was that was actually that was Michael Jackson outdoing Prince at his own game. Yeah, you know, in, like when oh, it comes you, to cheesy, you're gonna you're gonna come out with all all these whack uh, new power generation Early rap 90s songs with garbage. With Tony it came out M. around the same time. Yeah, well, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do a song with the Simpsons that's better than all of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you showed Prince. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's dumb, shall we? <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, it's got all the power of Walk the Dinosaur, but it lacks the vision. <laughs> it lacks it lacks the vision. No commitment. Um. Yeah. No. I think. Yeah, I can move on. Well, it's I also a I'm reference to the Archie comics, right? right. And because Jughead is like dumb, so, right? And he's like a dumb yeah, asshole. Yeah, he's a so this kind is of a, a dumb, dumb asshole. asshole song. Yeah, for dumb assholes <laughs> like us. Next, <laughs> all right. Um, this one is uh, for some reason the computer is telling me it's from Taylor Swift, but it is clearly not. That keeps happening with your ta- with your meta tags. My metadata is all fucked up. But let it be known, uh, this is Prince uh, with. The song "Style" off of uh, Emancipation, nineteen ninety-five. I'll just say the album that it's on. I have Thank it right you. in front of my face. That's so fantastic. That's why we keep you around. We pay <laughs> the big bucks here on the Make It Stop podcast. All right, so this is "Style" off the album that Mike just said. Emancipation. Style is growing your own food. Style is a nonviolent march. Style is an accurate account of what's inside every heart. Style is not a lie. Style is a man that cries. Style is a glow in a pregnant woman's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 
<laughs> There's so much more where that came from if you listen to the song. It's seven minutes long. Style is growing your own food. Style is recycling your plastics. <laughs> it's like, what? Style is, is shopping at Whole Foods. <laughs> the song is a lyrical travesty. This is a disaster. Like... <laughs> It's Prince Speak singing. <laughs> like, Style these... is buying your first condo. <laughs> like, yeah, shit like that. I know. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <sighs> Style is not lusting after someone because they're cool. <laughs> yeah. Style don't get drunk on a Saturday night. Try to dress up every Sunday morning bright. Style don't get married and break the vow of the year. Style is keeping a promise. Raise your hand if you hear me. So he wait, does that. Wait. <laughs> he does that, but he also does the smooth spoken word I'm of my favorite. I'm speaking like a wood elf, and it's <laughs> and it's correct for but that, this. That is the bridge, which is the only part where he actually sings. And the rest of the song he does, and this is my favorite delivery of any line, <laughs> is... Style is the face you make on a Michael Jordan dunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, style is growing your own food. Really? <laughs> Prince, how much food you grow? Come on now. <laughs> also, he probably what? grew some food at Paisley Park. That's probably true. He probably had a, a sustainable farm. Uh, uh, Style, uh, by style the way, style is going to church. Style is getting married and going to church. Prince, is that what style is? I don't know. Like uh, style is composting every day. Style is <laughs> style is not wasting water in the shower. <laughs> the thing is, it's crazy as you're doing that voice. And I wrote my notes. The bridge is the smoothest part of the song. Like him doing that, the it's bad. Well, it's is that is it's it, like smooth jazz with some spoken word and like sex grunts. But not only is it like smooth <laughs> jazz, like structurally, it's also got these like SNES synths, like Ooh, yes. very just the ugliest timbres that 1995 had to offer. Right. Um, this album, this song, by the way, is was on the album Emancipation, which was the first album that he released after. Uh, finally um, getting out of his Warner Brothers contract. contract yeah, this which album... we'll hear some more songs that were a product of him <sighs> having to fulfill the obligations of his contract. Which yeah, will... actually all the ones so far other than Chlorine Bacon Skin. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, th- this album, this is the only song I picked from this album, but I will say as I was researching this, like... If we did a top twenty worst print songs, the ne- like five of the next ten would right. be from this album. Like this album is thirty six tracks long, and it is just Prince. Stop it is just Prince. I think just doing everything that Warner Brothers said. Hey, that's probably not a great idea, Prince. Um, and it, it's 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 a lot. But this is the worst one on the album, and it's because of lines like, "Style is puppy breath." Uh 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 uh. <laughs> Listen, Stoppies, I'm not often rendered speechless on an episode of fucking Make It Stop, but Styles. I'm sorry, Puppy Breath? Styles, Puppy's Breath. (laughs) What? I'm surprised you didn't pick that for the I clip. <laughs> I don't even know. Maybe you must have what stopped I? listening. I must have. I must have. That's after the minute and a half oh, long no. saxophone oh, solo. Yep, I did I did taper <laughs> off, let me tell you. 
I also noticed that this was like, you know, this is like the next evolution of Prince's personal style. And I recognize that the higher Prince's hair, the closer to God. <laughs> this is when he starts to just lose any sense of like the dangerousness and like potency that used to make him, you know, Prince. This was fucking style is going to church and have, getting married and not using birth control. <laughs> like, I don't know. This like, happened. I feel like this happened to a lot of artists in the in the yeah. early to mid nineties, like Salt they and Peppa. Salt they, and Peppa was another one. Well, mid late nineties where they found God and not just finding God, but just the way the song sounds. Like these yeah. these like like CD ROM game synths, yeah. like Encarta ninety five synths. <laughs> yeah, with like <laughs> and just with like these drums that sound like. Uh, they were recorded like in a dressing room at the miles Bradley's. away, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then played over the loudspeaker and re- and and fucking recorded from there. Like a lot of Bowie stuff from this time too yeah. has the same kind of studio musician like Muzak sheen. It sounds well, like Muzak. This, it was late ninety, late or, early late eighties, early nineties, which was you know I guess it was still the you know the height of. Of the cocaine fucking, you know, the musical cocaine epidemic that is all of the music in our fucking make it stop fucking library for the most part. Like, I will say though, like, this was 95, like, Tragic mm, Kingdom came out this year, you know, like, this shit was also kind of over and Prince was still. Prince is usually so forward looking and kind of a pioneer, and this is this is just not. Style is growing your own food. Actually, he was ahead of the game. We're all into organic farming now, right? Um, I'm a local hero. Everyone loves songs about that. Yeah, we love songs <laughs> about fucking environmentalism. And this is a recurring theme in some of You're going to listen to some other songs here which with the preachy yeah. prince. Yeah. With the like, with the earthy, crunchy Holier than fucking thou. Prince. And it's not fun. But not the right holes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 We'll cut this out of the podcast. It's a little. It's a little much. No. The, no. The extended laugh. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. We. we it is it, it, I it, guess we are. It's good that we it's crack like ourselves a up. We, somebody needs to have fun with here. With some butthead. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> okay. So, um, shall we continue into uh, the arms of Orion? Yeah, Which, I'm ready to move on from style. Yeah, yeah, I think, so. <laughs> yeah, I, think I think we've had enough. Um, so, the Arms of Orion. This was uh, one of the songs off of the Batman soundtrack that Tim Burton had commissioned um, Prince to um, record. I think it was nine songs for the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Have you um, listened to the Batman soundtrack? Yeah, I mean, I've I've listened to it. Um, I didn't re-listen to it before this, um, but it's mostly good. Yeah, I think the Batman soundtrack is his second to last, like, really good album before all the shit we've just listened to before this. But yeah. this one song, 
is not. Yeah, no, this is not good. So this was this was from a Batman soundtrack. It was it featured Sheena Easton, uh, who he recorded a lot of music with. Um, it only charted at number thirty six. Was its highest charting uh, position. That is um, too high. It is too high. And Prince had to sign away all publishing rights to the songs and the album to Warner Brothers as part of the deal to do the soundtrack. Which who got the better end of that deal? Because. That- I mean, Warner I feel like Brothers has to deal with this song that, that we're going to listen to. That was part of the impetus of the whole slave cheek thing, you know, like. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, I guess. Fuck Warner Brothers. Fuck I guess, Warner yeah. Brothers. But also. But also, they reined them in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in a good way. Somebody needed to tell somebody no. Um, and let me tell you, nobody told anybody no on this song. This is Prince featuring Sheena Easton uh, with arms of Orion or in the arms of Orion the arms, the arms of Orion all right well 1989 all right the arms of oh whatever And it just goes on like that. <laughs> <laughs> they just say the same words over and over again. Yeah, some the some arms bars of Ryan have... is where I want to be since you've been gone. I've been searching in the sea of tranquility over and over again in so many different forms and so many different. The melisma is uh, aggressive on this song, to say the least. Um, it's clearly these like pre-programmed keyboard like strings, which is like yes. it doesn't even make sense because Prince has like seventy-five rotating members of his band at this point. Like, couldn't he find someone to play the actual instruments? Like, I mean, I think it's a little bit of his aesthetic to do that, at least in the eighties. But like, also, it's it's a bad aesthetic. It's not. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say that because he's got some synthetic synthetic strings on some good songs on like Purple Rain and 1999 and shit. And but the thing is that the Arms of Orion it doesn't work because he's using that aesthetic for like a like Barbara Streisand ballad. Yes, <laughs> it sounds like a really bad like Disney song. Yes, it sounds like Can You Feel the Love Tonight. I was thinking it was yeah like w- Walt Disney's Brown Man <laughs> in Flying Rug. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> it's like a knockoff of like a Disney album. Like yeah. Instead of a Aladdin song, it's <laughs> no. I I literally wrote down. Can you feel the love tonight? Yeah. Like it's it's that. But I, that song's like I don't know. This one. Here's what I am wondering. Also, by the way, if we're talking about fucking movies, what does this have to do with Batman? No, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. The only thing tethering this song to the Batman movie is the sound of a shrieking bat that they throw in <laughs> at various points of the song. Going- Just to remind it, <laughs> just sounds like a broken side lyric. This is this is the soundtrack to a teenager's figure skating routine. <laughs> like this is just not. <laughs> yeah, this. Was- was definitely in a lot of figure skating routines in 1989 I feel like been. this was like Tanya Harding's well and it's appropriate because the video was choreographed by Kate Bush no it no, wasn't no you should cut that out because 
the video and that you're talking about on the YouTube, I found that video, and that's just that's just the music video for Running Up That Hill with the song oh. The Arms of Orion put over it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll keep it in for transparency stoppies. <laughs> there you go. Um, it's just, it's this like dueling, exaggerated, breathy vocal lines that like never go anywhere. And it's no, like... and they're just saying <laughs> in a sea of tranquility, like, yeah, I get it. You're... You're chill. <laughs> and who is Orion? What does he have to do with Batman? Where is Batman? Where's anybody? Okay. He's talking about not even like the god, like the constellation. No. Uh, it's stupid. The arms of Orion, that's where I want to be. That's where I want to be. The arms of Orion. That's where I want to be. The arms Wait, of Orion. Okay, but who is since Orion? Since you've been gone, babe, since you've been gone, I've been drowning, 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 drowning without your love. The arms of Orion, arms of Orion. Those are the last <laughs> lyrics is... of the song. All right, well, listen, I actually hung out with some children today because uh, that's my other job. I hope none of them listen to this podcast. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I work with kids, and I was... Uh, you know, getting stuff ready for the show and they were curious and they wanted to know what I was doing. So I said, you know, listen to this song clip and tell me what you think. So I actually have a quick clip that I'm going to play here where kids react. It's a new, uh, it's a new segment here on the Make It Stop kids podcast. React. We came up with this concept we ourselves. We came up with it entirely. Wait, no, uh, children, um, Weigh in. That's the name of the segment. Children, Children weigh, weigh in. in. <laughs> this is a new hashtag. thing. It's never been done before on YouTube. <laughs> Nobody has done it. Uh, hashtag children weigh in. Um, <laughs> so uh, this is what the kids had to say about the arms of Orion. Let's let's take a gander. What did you think, my friends? Ew. Um, also, how are you drowning if there is figured if there's no water around? How would you drown? Are you are you suicidal? That's my question. If you're drowning, I'm just thinking because if, if you if, guys if, need to be guests you, on my podcast, this I, is great. If, if you don't have love, <laughs> then if anything, you'll suffer from a broken heart. Also, what is that mumbling sound? Like I don't know. I don't know. It just sounds like a really bad, like, Disney song. Uh, Don't diss Disney. I know, you're right. Disney's way better. That's why I said it was a bad... What did you think, Piper, not knowing anything about Prince at all? I... 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 Do love song competitive rock. Oh, he does a lot of love songs. Well, let's so listen to this other one. Drowning in pillows. <laughs> drowning. That's. That, I love how you said like pillows. <laughs> or sand. I or sand. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Suffocation. Yeah. Maybe he's suffocating. Maybe that's why his voice is so high and he's drowning. Yeah, actually, like, I one point I thought the I thought the girl was was Prince for a while. Yeah. Yeah, that's Sheena Easton, who was in his band, but... Sheena Ebu, that's a type of dog. (laughs) Oh, that was cute. That's so cute. Isn't that great? Um, oh, they hate Prince. They hate Prince. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know who Prince is. I felt terrible. I did. I will. I will say at the end, Stoppies. I did uh, force them to listen to 
let's go crazy to oh, do they like indicate it? to them that they're that prince was in fact good yes they liked it okay. yes i was gonna i was just about to say like thank you like great job ruining prince for these kids no i i trust <laughs> me i know yeah i i have a job to do i'm here to educate the children okay and i'm not gonna leave them thinking that prince is bad but if they had only listened to the arms of orion let me tell oh, you yeah. what this is not an entry-level prince song <laughs> no you don't want to this is not the entry floor no, uh, no, it's not. Um, agreed that Prince sounds like he's drowning in sand. Uh, and pillows. <laughs> and pillows. I mean, Prince... Was that an actual lyric? Did he say drowning in pillows? No, I think she just like got that vibe. That's just the vibe. That's just what it felt like. Yeah, drowning in the Yeah, because it's so soft, but it's suffocatingly soft. Yeah. Um, it's... Uh... It's bad. It's a bad song, and I agree with the children. <laughs> um, I don't want to diss Disney by saying that it's a, a terrible knockoff of a Disney song, but that is kind of what it is. Hey, how's this for a segue? Speaking of bad songs, here's another one. <laughs> Additionally, as well. All right, so this one, uh, there were a few options, actually, for um, a song, uh, a, a terrible Prince song about pussy. Yeah. So we had to choose between Poom Poom, which I actually didn't listen to. Did you listen to it? Yeah, I listened to Poom Poom. Poom Poom was bad. Oh, okay. This one was worse. Poom Poom was like definitely would be like a, so I was talking about the top twenty. If we did a top twenty, Poom Poom would be number twelve. Okay. Um, okay. Poom Poom is like actually about pussy, and this one's like more complicated. I don't. Yeah, but complicated in, in like a way that it shouldn't be complicated. Yeah. Um, just like in terms of like subject and object, to get confused. <laughs> I think I figured out what the song is about, and I'll explain. Well, it. we'll see. But so, it's called Pussy Control. <laughs> it's off. The, of the name of the song is Pussy Control. <laughs> it sure is. It's off of the Gold Experience album. Which was released in 1995, believe it or not. So, uh, along with so many other terrible Prince songs. So, let's listen to it. This is Pussy Control. But it's gonna be hot as hell to keep my mind off a body that will make every rich man want to sell, sell, sell. Can I tell you what I'm thinking that you already know? You need a motherfucker that respects your name. Now, say it, Pussy Control. Are you ready? Um, so this is the first like actively annoying song. Yeah, are you ready? <laughs> are you, are you ready? Control. That's ugh. It's, it's also six minutes long. Uh, it's another terrible rap song. Also, yes, he's doing like the tone loke cadence on yeah. this. Yeah, the like uh wild th- the same exact rhyme scheme he uses on wild thing and funky cold medina yeah it's just one of many odes of prince uh to being hypnotized by pussy which well actually all right so here's what i think the song is about okay the song is about a woman named pussy control okay but what <laughs> and he's the song is basically about how she's badass and she can't, you know, she like turns away all the guys because she's focused on her future and she's getting money and like getting is, is her shit like done. Is it like a Bond villain, days. like a pussy galore and it's pussy control? It's and... pussy control. She's getting it done. And then in the last verse, Prince rolls up and he's like, yo, pussy control. 
I can fucks with you. I'm the only man who can handle pussy control. Wait, okay. So that's these lyrics. With one more verse to the story, I need another piece of your ear. I want to hip you all to the reason I'm known as the player of the year. Because I met this girl named Pussy at the club International Ball. I took note of that. She was rolling four deep, three sisters and a weepy-eyed white girl driving her hall. I like that line. I guess me too. (laughs) Three sisters and a weepy-eyed white girl driving her hall. I mean, you know. It happens. Or also, pussy got bank in her pockets before she got dick in her drawers. Yes. If brother didn't have good and plenty of his own, in love, pussy never did fall. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, the story is pussy control. She never fell for a man. She uh, she just got her own. She went to college. She got straight A's. Wait. She makes more money than that. sounds a- great. This anyone is empowering. Who is quadruple platinum. I know it's empowering, but then the last verse is Prince rolling up and being like, oh, but I'm going to fuck you. But really, what you need is my dick. What you need is my dick. Oh, okay. Well, what the fuck, Because Prince? he knows pussy control, right? I don't... I Does he? I don't know. I'm trying to look up the last fucking verse of this shit. I think it's fucking dumb. Like... It is like, it's like, all right, so he does, he says, can I tell you what I'm thinking that you already know? You need a motherfucker that respects your name. Now say it, pussy control. What? You need someone who respects her name because he knows how to control the pussy. Um, um. So it's like, yeah, it's actually like, it's uh, like your typical, you know, bro male feminist who's like, just, he's like, yeah, I'm down with you. Pussy control, get it. But like, you just but want also, this But also, I'm demanding that you see Also, I'm the, I'm the solution to your with my pain tour. Yeah, what? I hate yes. it. <laughs> yes. I hate it. It's like, it starts out so promising, too. You're like, oh, nice. Like, this is a female empowerment anthem. And then, nope, it's about my penis. <laughs> Yep. So the whole is, thing the is penis the, is the ultimate pussy control. Yeah, exactly. Am I right? That's Am I right? Saying. That's what he's saying. That's the whole reason she's called pussy control, so we can make that joke at the end. What? That's what I. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm being too hard on old Prince here. But... No, no. I think you're absolutely right. Unfortunately. But let's also just talk about. Are you ready? <laughs> pussy control. Are you ready? With Are the you ready? spaceship since Oh yeah, at the beginning. Oh my god. The whole the whole fucking song is good. Right, that shit. But they and have the, that weird... and orchestra hits. <laughs> you know, remember when orchestra hits were like the shit when the fucking Mortal Kombat song came out? Okay. That was the same year, I think. 1995. Okay, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna I'm gonna go against your analysis of the song because I just reread the the intro where she says this or he says with a tale that will soon be classic about a woman you already know no prostitute she but the mayor of your brain pussy control so maybe prince is just controlled by the pussy maybe it's about his you know inability to like exist on his own he's controlled well that's just convoluted then why is the pussy going to know. college and getting straight a's <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's a stretch. <laughs> Listen, all right. Uh, pussies stretch every which way to begin with, so uh, it can if happen. It can happen. A song that was a stretch is the pussy. Song. It's definitely the pussy strong, a strong song. Um, 
Yeah, you're right. A tisket, a tasket, no lunch in her basket. <laughs> Just the books because she's studying hard or what? something. It's so stupid. All right. Um, this is, we don't know. Prince is controlled by pussy. Pussy is controlled by Prince. I guess we did know that before we came into the song. And now. Also, you were talking about mispronunciations earlier that Prince mispronounces shit. And he. Pronounces? Wait, he mispronounces. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Fuck you. Wait, what is he We're doing? re-recording. <laughs> no, okay. we're not. No, um, he mispronounces. <laughs> is junta he says junta junta <laughs> it's like calling him princey <laughs> princey 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 <laughs> pussy princey control <laughs> all right that's this is dumb um is there anything else to say about pussy controller should we get on to the next song which is one of my least favorites perhaps my least favorite on this album which is oh man, this one is so bad. We're really getting into dumb. the really bad. Yeah, territory. we're getting bad. You you thought this was a nice and easy one. Yeah, the thing is, like, I feel like all these songs so far, like, better than most of the songs we do on this podcast. Yeah, we did. Well, it was similar to like our worst songs of 2017, and I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> it's fucking bad. This is where it becomes like true make it stop territory. Yeah, so we're gonna play this one. This is called. Everybody, Everybody loves, loves me. me. Which album is it off of? This Mike? is off of the album 2010, released the year 2010. Wow. <laughs> Um, well, (laughs) so that is like a kid's bop version of Prince. (laughs) Like that is. Yes, it's a children's song. What the fuck? Everybody Everybody loves me. Is this, is this crazy frog? Like (laughs) what is happening? It's crazy. It 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 is. uh, I mean, all right. So I kind of. I got a theory. Okay. I think Prince was trying to maybe go back to his roots. I think he was like reusing some like samples that he used in the 80s. Like that drum sound, like, like that's definitely like the like when doves cry snare. Yeah. And you could kind of have the dun dun dun, you know, like the let's go crazy kind of keyboard. I think he was, you're right. I think he was trying to recapture the Minnesota sound or Minneapolis sound of the early 80s. Yes. And just failed so hard. It made it sound like a weird Al Polka song practically. (laughs) Everybody loves me. That's exactly. so cheesy. It was crazy frog. It was like, this is the problem with calling someone a genius. <laughs> like, this is why you shouldn't do that because, like, we get that you're untouchable, Prince, but you are taking this a bit too far. You are, you are fucking pushing the limits. Like, this goes on so unnecessarily long and yeah. it just doesn't go anywhere but it sounds like a fucking it sounds like a virus you downloaded on your computer like it sounds like fucking hamster dance yes it's, it's yes. fucking it's a joke it it's has so to be a joke bad. it's and, well, also the- definitely 2010 the worst prince album named after a year yeah. <laughs> also like a tough year but like uh um 
yeah, I ah, uh, like it also this is like just... a children's VHS <laughs> like educational video yeah, song. This... this is Prince as salty. Yeah, we wish that this was like a Gullah Gullah Island caliber. That was oh, the blue is... dream. Blue, what was the first the song that we did? Blue something. Uh, blue light. Blue light. That was the Gullah Gullah Island song here. Right now we we're getting fucking. This is this is like fucking Blues Clues. Like I I don't even know, man. This it's... is a creepy VHS tape that you find with. Some dude in like a very cheap mask with Ooh, children. Like. Uh, yeah, maybe in some other language. I, I the the worst part about it is that it's called "Everybody Loves Me," and yeah, like the, the, the lyrics are all about like basically like yeah like I'm so famous anyway that you can't touch me because everybody loves me. Like it's so. Well, I think it's maybe it's supposed to be like a free love. Like ev- I love everybody. Everybody what? loves me. Like we're having a good time. The sounds no of joy and celebration. Time. Drowning out despair. No. If you're the king of hate or if you're the queen of misery, tonight I love everybody. Everybody loves me. It's, what? It's actually so dumb. That's it's so, so fucking it's, dumb. This song is is the the lyrics are substanceless. The music is like a fucking joke. It's like it's like a workout video yes, parody. Yes, yes, yes. It's like a Tim and Eric skit. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> that is so appropriate. And like with the like fucking like fisheye lens and like the like weird faded corners. Like I I don't know, man. And it's so annoying. Like if this is done earnestly, it's such a fucking annoying piece of shit a horrible mistake <laughs> so like if this was a tim and eric sketch i'd laugh because like of the absurdity of the idea that this song would everybody exist. loves me like what why why <laughs> you're, you're right everybody loves you prince and like is this like the joke are, are we the joke like is it like you're gonna love me despite you're this gonna love me like ah like i can come out with this song and everybody will still love me because i'm prince is that what you're trying to prove prince you I fucking no how dare you i mean <laughs> how do you know what i love prince how dare you for this song how how dare the, you let this happen uh, how dare we we he is a product of i mean this is we've created this monster this, oh, this again this is this is what happens when you call someone did a millennials kill prince <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> i don't mean in the also, sense of like him i love actually that the I lyrics mean. say like the police don't let the police shut us down like what police is gonna shut this down like it's so fucking boring like nobody's gonna be like knocking on the door for like this song playing it's actually impressive for these lyrics to have like less substance than i got a feeling by the black eyed peas this is like this is like the like discount i got a feeling Uh it's like I once had feelings <laughs> by Prince. <laughs> uh, all right. Shall we? Yeah. Okay. So we have three more songs and this next one uh, is the title track from the album of the same name and also the movie. This was the second sequel to Purple Rain. I don't think Under the Cherry Moon was a, technically a sequel to Purple Rain. This is the first true sequel okay. to Purple Rain. I don't know what Under the Cherry Moon not, fucking the, was. Yeah, but I, that, never, I, mean, I never it, watched it, but it's, it's a different story, and white, I think. And it's... Uh, it's also dumb. So anyway, this is Graffiti Bridge off of the album 
Graffiti Bridge. The soundtrack to Graffiti Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody talk about graffiti bridge. All the fucking harmonies. They really do every possible harmony to that vocal line. Graffiti bridge. Graffiti bridge. Graffiti bridge. It's like fucking. They just and this song will just get drilled into your brain, and you'll never stop thinking about graffiti bridge. And it's in the worst way. It's not. It's not something you want to get stuck in your head. It's not like, oh, nice, it's a little earworm. <laughs> it's like, oh, I hate graffiti bridge. Bad. Well, it just, yeah. I mean, it. it uh. And it's even more trauma traumatic. I almost said traumatizing, which isn't a word. It's almost more traumatic when you watch the fucking movie. Do you remember watching this movie, Heather? So no, I don't remember watching this movie because we were under the influence of many drugs, mostly alcohol. I think, but it was I just do weed, remember food and alcohol. it was weed, food, and alcohol. And um, <laughs> was it weed, comma food, comma and alcohol, or weed food? Weed food, okay. food, and alcohol. <laughs> yes, okay. So all of the above. Um, I do remember the hashtag the day after uh, that we established, which was hashtag. Defeaty Bridge, which was when we had <laughs> given up and admitted defeat at the end of the movie because we couldn't fucking finish it. No, 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 we finished it. What? We finished it. Who did? The person who didn't finish it is our friend Dan, who came over. Wow. And Dan drank so much to Dan? just get through this movie that he got sick and threw up. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Wait, really? Jesus. Actually, no, he did finish it, though. He powered through. He, he vomited threw, and then he finished the shitty fucking movie. <laughs> so the Graffiti Bridge is a sequel to um, oh, God. Purple Rain. Apollonia, he's not with Apollonia anymore. Yep. He's with some other lady. Yeah. And Prince, He's this is when he's got the long, straight hair and like the like Backstreet Boys oh, beard. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Oh, Kevin. And the story is exactly the same as Purple Rain, except this time, instead of like him and Morris Day being competing bands, right. they're competing club owners. Oh. And instead of filming it yeah, in the right. fucking clubs in Minneapolis, they filmed it on this fucking shitty woods. looking soundstage. Or, or like, yeah, this like obvious like Broadway stage. Well, they did that. And then First Street. And then them in the woods inexplicably by a bridge. Like it was like oh, yeah. some fucking like <laughs> magical like elven fairy tale. Yeah, instead of making her cleanse herself in the in uh, Lake Minnetonka, they chill on the Graffiti Bridge, <sighs> which I don't remember the significance of because this movie is okay, so it's bad. It's so dumb. Okay, apparently, according to the Wikipedia, um, all right, do, do, should I read the whole synopsis? You did a pretty good job. The plot continues with the kid from Purple Rain, of course, living future life as an upbeat performer and co-owner of a club, Glam Slam. Uh, solitary and lovelorn, he spends his personal time composing songs and writing letters to his deceased father. Oh, yeah, so it comes back to the child abuse in the first which, speaking part. Which I, did you know, I learned this from listening to uh, Rock Candy. Oh, yeah. Did you know that the original script of Purple Rain, like, his parents did a murder-suicide? What? 
Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. So that well, must have happened between. That's not fun <laughs> <laughs> at all. <laughs> um. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, the other co-owner who was included in the will is Morris. Morris Day, of course. Mm-hmm. His rival, who now also owns his own club, Pandemonium, while desiring control the other two clubs, which are Melody Cool and the Clinton Club. Is that a reference to George Clinton, do you think? Or just... Maybe, yeah. Or it was could the be. 90s. It could have been, it Bill, have Clinton. been Bill Clinton. Yeah, yes. he did play a mean saxophone. Was, this was... Uh, well, no, you know what? He would have been like... Was what, Bill like, Clinton an unbilled member of the new power generation? <laughs> this would you have decide. been when he was like, what, like senator in Arkansas or something? No, this would have been the way... It was this, 1990. 1990. He was just... Yeah, he was just coming up. I mean, 92 is when he was elected. Yeah, but what was he doing in 1990? Was he a senator? I, I mean, can't even... Uh, governor know. of Arkansas. Governor okay. of Arkansas. So yeah. he was governor of Arkansas and club... Maybe, uh, he, was, club. maybe he was spending... Yeah, Morris Day his named time his club after, after him. him. Uh, needing to pay the mayor of Seven Corners $10,000, Morris attempts to extort the kid by threatening to take full ownership of Glam Slam. Uh, w- making matters worse... Uh, is the arrival or making matters I'm sorry more interesting but probably worse is the arrival of Aura an angel sent from heaven to sway both Morris and the kid into leading more righteous Wait, she lives. was literally a fucking an angel, angel I didn't even catch on to that this movie was so fucking bad so, so instead dumb. of Apollonia you got an angel from heaven who looks like Apollonia uh, and then there's this song and then, yeah. And then there's the theme song. Talk- the thing- is everybody talking about Graffiti Bridge? Because I'm pretty sure that everybody upon the release of Graffiti Bridge wanted to immediately stop talking about Graffiti <laughs> Bridge. Nobody wanted to remember Graffiti Bridge. Nobody's talking about it. Like, the the, the, the music is like, it just, it does the same thing over and over. Each verse is like two lines and then Ugh. it goes back into everybody wants to find a feedy bridge and then all the while there's a xylophone playing that just copies exactly what the vocals are doing and they're doing every possible harmony and I just can't help but feel like I'm watching a Zales commercial when also when you do every harmony it's like not a harmony anymore <laughs> then it's just words layered on top of each other i uh, but i'm i just feel bad for the stoppies okay. <laughs> because they've heard it now they've heard it and they're going to be thinking about this no after this fucking podcast stoppies, they won't I be able to stop to thinking everybody's this. talking about graffiti bridge everybody wants to find graffiti Listen, I admit defeaty bridge. I can't I can't with this song. There's nothing to analyze, really. No, but really, uh, the song is so high because it's so insidious because it will never leave your fucking brain. And honestly, Stoppies don't watch Graffiti Bridge, don't but if you it. watch Graffiti Bridge, you will Write understand. us a five-paragraph essay. <laughs> yeah, actually, honestly, Graffiti Bridge is worse than Hinder. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's the I mean, harder five-paragraph essay to write. Yeah, if you want to write us, you know, what was last... If you want to write us something about Kid Cudi and a Yambic pentameter, if you want to... But I will accept... Give us a PowerPoint presentation. Give us actually yes. Okay, let's <laughs> let's do that. Uh, a PowerPoint presentation on Graffiti Bridge. I would love someone to do. Oh one my of these god! Things. And then you get to then you get to decide what we make fun of next, or you get to be yes. a special guest this, on the show. This is what it takes, Stoppies. Or get we have to do an episode where we analyze the movie Graffiti Bridge. Actually, that's 
that's probably the worst thing you could do to us. So please don't make us. And do we that. like watching bad movies. We do. We do. We thought, oh, it's good fun. It's a bad movie. Let's watch a bad movie. It's Graffiti Bridge. We this Horrible. is our this is our lane. Horrible. And we threw it on, and it's left such and we an, threw a it deep away. Impression. And, and we, I, a deep depression a is deep, what a deep deep depression <laughs> that I will it's, have it's, yet it's, to it's recover sad from. Because it's Prince, you know what I mean? Like um, you watch a bad movie and you're like, oh well idiots yeah. made this, but Prince made graffiti Prince bridge. made What does that say about Prince? What does listen, that say about us? <sighs> what it says is that we need to find God, I think. <laughs> what it says we is that... We need to find what is truly out there for us. We need to realize that everything we know is wrong. Graffiti Bridge is the kingdom of heaven. Graffiti Bridge is the tree of knowledge. Yes, and we have we have consumed the apple, and we have been led into temptation, and this next song... Um, which uh, you can barely find on the internet, um, which was only available online. Yes, this was released at the stroke of midnight <laughs> on New Year's Eve. <laughs> Emphasis or New Year's on Day the stroke. Two thousand. Right? Um, and I don't know. Like we were talking about this earlier, did they have to download it? At midnight and wait until the next afternoon know. for it to complete downloading because it was two thousand, you know, twenty eight eight modem internet. If that was the case, I would fucking throw my computer out a window. Well, maybe it was a shockwave <laughs> video. Maybe they which only took six hours to download. Maybe they streamed it on Real Player. Maybe they did. We'll never know because we've blocked those times out of our own lives. How we would have been what twelve. 13? Uh, I was in the year 2013 years old. Or I was 12 when this came out. I was 12. (laughs) One song was released. (laughs) (laughs) I Uh, love how they kept doing in the year 2000 after it was way past the year 2000. uh, Oh, God. Fittingly, (laughs) fittingly, this was a song that uh, was way past its time (laughs) before it was released and yet was still released. And this is. uh, I mean, this is just bonkers. This song, let's just let them know is nine minutes long and six of those minutes are a spoken word yes thing uh, what yeah with with yeah with a lyric video that went along with it which again i a nine minute song in 2000 that that was at least a day imagine being such a prince head that you were so, so psyched you were like i'm this happening, Prince just fucking, it's after 1999. This is the new era of Prince. And here's this spoken word about art and violence and God and the tree of, vi- uh, tree of knowledge and the tree of life. But that makes it sound so much cooler than it is. And it's mostly just about it's fucking It's fucking gibberish. Let's put it on. All right. So this is. So this is the spoken word and uh, a little bit of the spoken word and the actual song, right? Right, right. This is uh, one song by Prince. You can choose not to choose. Therein is the final judgment. The illusion ceases and you awaken from your dream. Now the healing begins. So I want to get into the spoken word into in a minute, but I do want to just talk about the <laughs> the delivery of these lyrics, the the deep voiced vibrato, Ooh. the 
<laughs> what is the fuck is he doing? I've never heard Prince do that. Yeah, the uh, he the melisma. It the it it almost sounds like he's his face is frozen into a grimace, and he's just <laughs> like it's it's not good. This is how what you rein in the new millennium. This, this is, is your gift to the fucking new millennium. Uh, also, the okay, there's like seven and a half minutes of this fucking like fucking spoken word like monologue that sounds like you know the, a church that I never want to go to. Like I want to go to Prince Church. I'm going to fucking Paisley Park in two weeks, but this is not a Prince Church I want to attend. Also, like you can tell that it's supposed to be like a religious doctrine because they have all it's this insane, endless Heather. like reverb effect on the audio. <laughs> like what the fuck, dude? Not what even, is happening? Let's not, not even get into the. Into, all right, so I I said let, we'll get back to the spoken word. Let's talk about the spoken word because it's fucking. It's seven and a half. Minutes gibberish it's fucking yeah the, we were talking about how this the, like there's a, a, a cult of prince this is the like manifesto of the cult of yes prince. yes so he's saying basically that art is recreation and that is recreation of the self and that um agreed, you know agreed. people say <laughs> that art is like not tangible but it is something you carry around with you all your life okay. and then he so says far we're on the same page and he says basically that like you know art needs to be made to like for god yeah because um yeah. if you're not doing it to serve god then it's like should just be ignored yeah it's so much like i i, I don't even know where to begin with like reading these lyrics there's so much and he talks about the tree of knowledge i feel and the like tree we're joining a and cult that, like, when that, we like, read the, the lyrics the, like this is fucked up like the good art comes from the tree of knowledge and the bad art comes from the tree of life and that is just self-serving stuff that's not good for man and it's not about like you know love and like and then he starts talking about like the fact that because this was like a lyric video that was right and he's like even like getting meta with it being like you are reading these words on a machine created by a man as you read you hear a voice speaking to you the words that you perceive that make sense to you because you understand stand under the spelling the words Ooh. are what binds the spell to your illusion when you hear the truth like a memory you recognize it and this recognition releases you from all illusion many languages are brilliant in their attempt to confuse you con means Meaning against fuse wait, meaning language, together. Wait, language confuses you? It's yes. All this sound well, right reasoning maybe bullshit. Maybe if you say fucking nonsense, that's like a cyclical, self fulfilling fucking prophecy of ridiculousness. I mean, this is that's like the the you know common denominator in fucking cults is that we like redefine language and may, or like see uh, communication as the enemy, and that we need to find this like one holy source this one universal truth or whatever fucking prince why yeah and he gets into some wild shit like returning the leadership back into god will allow mankind to achieve its original collective goal which is union with god ideas contrary to this goal should not be blamed or persecuted no. just simply ignored they originated when man first chose to ignore god's rule simply put in the Stop beginning it. the human was made perfect in god's image they had no need for knowledge they were also given freedom of choice the tree of knowledge and the tree of life are reflections of this freedom it is like some what? crazy fucking doctrine what? And 
is like, Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. <laughs> happy New Year. Separate unto the church in state. <laughs> that is my. Oh, and I, I love. I, remix. I, I, I can't keep saying this shit because it's all. So much of this crazy shit, but just God being centrifugal in nature. Freedom was the Ugh. cause and choice was the effect. Nine minutes. And Nine then this song comes minutes. in when you're I, like, when you're I like okay, I don't give a skin sh- any day yeah, over this This, this is really making me pine for chlorine, old chlorine uh, yeah, old and Alfred. Chlorine. Yep. Alfred, Alfred, where you at? <laughs> What <laughs> we like? Also, the basic premise of the song is like we should replace democracy with just like God and like unquestioning belief in God. Well, he also like says like uh, don't like fucks with dictators or whatever. But like Alfred, upon reaching the bottom level, which is where the majority is, you will find chaos, what? disorder, and illusion. Alfred. Returning the leadership back into God will allow mankind to achieve its original collective goal, which is union with God. Yeah, this is some very... Yeah. This is what cult leaders say. In the name of democracy, supreme power is vested onto the people in this insane state instead of God. He's literally saying, don't trust yourself. Don't trust your fellow man. You know, we can't trust democracy. Trust me. Right, trust me i know how god works i know how god yeah what which is like trust me i'm the guy who so, made the songs about like fucking his sister in 1983 no. <laughs> so then and then it goes back to my my theory here about like the loss of his son and how that might have contributed to his like you know research this like attachment to to jesus or to god by way of jehovah's witnesses like he went hardcore like he's yeah. there's the famous... He was always religious, though, right? No. Like, yeah, no. He, no, he was, because he had that song... If You, you said Sign of the Times when your favorite Prince albums, and he had that song, The Cross. He had some very, like, heavy religious iconography and themes in that album. Yeah, but... Okay, but when did Sign of the Times come out? That was, like, 1987? Yeah. I guess. 88? Okay, so that was before he had... But I think he also had a lot of fun with just religious iconography in general, right? No, but I think he, I mean, he was I mean, definitely like a true believer, but just in his own funky way, like I said. So. It, so, and even when he went full Jehovah, like he still, he still, you know, was Prince. I mean, this was the same album that he had if like I was this. your girlfriend. And you know what? Let's even, let's pretend that this um, spoken word intro doesn't exist. How okay. about the song itself? Yeah. This song is so fucking milk toast. It's really bad. It's, I mean, there's a reason why no one can find this shit. It's because no one wants to listen to it. I mean, it's really fucking dumb. He's back on his Lenny Kravitz shit in a big way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just so fucking boring. What was it that caused so many artists to fall into this trap of making department store music in the fucking... But you know what? This is past that era. This is 2000. I know. This is the era of system of a down. This is the era of fucking, (laughs) yes, exactly. But actually, though. The era of having to wait a day and a half for a fucking song. So you would have, 
Ugh, even waiting for this to buffer on a shockwave player would have been just a horrifically painful experience to just oh, suffer yeah. suffer through, you know, waiting for hours and hours to listen to the song, to hear Prince fucking tell you that we all you need in life is just to believe in fucking God controlling everything and let and, and cede all of and your free will make, to him. And then just make a like and then like little uh, just a a a lifeless shit of a song universe the universe is me one truth like what yeah is he writing as if like from the perspective of god uh, or is this like uh, earthy crunchy prince coming out again being like i am the universe we are all one but also i don't know i hate earthy crunchy prince i do i hate earthy country country earthy crunchy and godly prince it's it's all tied up together he's i believe in he like, organic he like at farming some, at some point thought that he had become enlightened yeah um and and there's so much of that like in this era really for like 10 years straight you know from yeah. like the early 90s to the early 2000s i think he came out of it a little bit like at the end there he had some decent albums like in the, artificial age a little that bit was, before that he died amazing. artificial age that's was an good. amazing album i mean breakfast can wait form. breakfast can wait that's a, yeah. yeah like that that's a song with a sense of humor and i think that is actually the big issue here was that there was like 10 years where he lost his sense of humor yeah he's like he become just, bono yeah yes well one love <laughs> one song i mean that's it i was thinking that when yeah. I like even just saw the name of this song like absolutely that is so fucking it and like Prince did do, and just just like Bono continues to do, really good shit for the world. He donated to a bunch of amazing programs, and like you know, uh, I I think you know he took his job as a rock god seriously and tried to like bring good things into the world. But um, you know what? When you write songs about about that, like not from the perspective of like here's the problems in the world, but write songs of like here's how I'm like doing the right thing and yeah. like helping like that is boring and no one gives a fuck it's boring no one gives a fuck and then it's also often awful like, yeah. <laughs> which it i brings think, us i think to our next yes song. <laughs> i was our, about to say our actual number one worst print song of all time yeah um and you'll see why i mean this is prince's PETA anthem it's called animal kingdom this was on the album the truth from 1998 all right well we'll give it a gander <laughs> get it gander because i think there's goose sounds in the song yeah there's a lot of animal sounds in this song i hope you got some on the clip yeah i think i did <laughs> all right animal kingdom by prince Wanted milk and me the breast I suck would have a line around the hood. No member of the animal kingdom nurses past maturity. I guess I didn't get it. Yeah, I'll have to edit it. It doesn't later. matter because you got plenty there. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is going on with this song? <laughs> what? The fuck? 
Why is he, his voice making that noise? Why did he put that effect on? Why is he talking about? Why is why is he making the hook of the song? No member of the animal kingdom nurses past maturity. That is not a poppin' fucking line. That is not a bop. I'm sorry. No. Why does this sound like a like an Eric Clapton early 2000s acoustic guitar song? Like. Don't insult Eric Clapton with Fuck that. Fuck Eric Clapton. It's why I don't eat red meat or white fish. Don't give <laughs> me no funky, blue funky, cheese. Funky, funky blue cheese. <laughs> Come on. No, dude. Dude. Also, we're all members of the animal kingdom. Leave your brothers and sisters in the sea. I wish I wish it was legal for us to play this whole song. Because I know. There's so legal many. Legal seafood. There's so <laughs> So much wrong with this song. There's a Peter Frampton guitar solo ah. where he does the voice box wah, wah, with it, and he makes like animal noises with the voice box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then there's yeah. all these dolphin noises yeah. in the background, so, and then and then whale sex sounds. Yeah, just what we needed—a Peter Frampton vegan anthem. And you heard. The first few lines that we played, like, why does he have an alien voice? He's got an alien filter on his voice. And this song is just him being like, I'm vegan. I'm making the right choice. You guys suck. No, you guys are drinking milk. That's gross. Ew. If God wanted milk in me, the breast I suck would have a light around the hood <laughs> the breast i suck would have a line around the hood what the what, what does that even mean and then like at the end it, it just like gives up and there's like a couple like open note like acoustic drums and then like dolphin clicking and whale sounds and that's how it ends yeah yeah there's it's really just like one verse verse chorus verse chorus with an acoustic guitar and him saying the beat of meat is not too rad eating meat not rad beating meat however fine prince stick to making songs about beating meat (laughs) (laughs) Uh, like get off as opposed to like get off of animal byproducts like i don't know like what's 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 happening i don't know it's it's preachy prince man preachy prince holier than thou prince with all the wrong holes like i feel like are vegans fucking with this like, are vegans happy that Prince made Like, are they song? actually having sex to this song? <laughs> <laughs> are they fucking with this? Is this a no mama the animal? Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> dolphin noises? Are they just fucking uh, the straight dolphin noises? Is that how vegans fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they just all have the Troy McClure <laughs> fetish? <laughs> maybe that's how vegans fuck in which case i take it all back stoppies we're not we're not one to to kink shame but but uh prince is definitely one to fucking meat shame i'm not eating whales so why (laughs) what's happening you know what prince is fine if you don't if you're if you're if you're against eating meat you know i mean you could be more obnoxious about it you could be morrissey he's not morrissey at least but yep. <laughs> still, you made this song here that we just had to listen to. You just you made Animal Kingdom, and this doesn't what's make the goal me want to save the fucking whales. This makes me want it to end. This makes me hate animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to like animals, and now I hate them. I also think it's really trite 
that yes. the animals that he says he doesn't eat are red meat, white fish, and blue cheese. Um, red, white, and blue. Oh, I cute. get it. Because uh, 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 America, because realize, realize, realize. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're peeking behind the curtain. I don't know. This is fucking stupid. These last four songs just make me so bummed out. Yeah. You know, like it ruins the fun of Prince to know that Prince made these songs. Yeah, Prince, uh, and he does know better. I have to purify myself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka yes! to cleanse <laughs> these songs from my body. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, and and listen, the last song that we're going to talk about today, we can't even play for you because it's so bad that it's been scrubbed from the internet. Yeah, this is a bonus track. If you can find it somehow, tweet it at us. Monstoppy. We actually want to hear the whole thing. We There's do. There's like a 20-second clip of it on Meta Cafe or something, but it's, other than that, really been just destroyed. And this was like the consensus worst print song. Um, right. on the message boards but i it's 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 gone yeah we don't know it, what happened so the song is called purple and gold yes and it's a a, 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 a football anthem y- yep. that prince wrote for the minnesota vikings yes and um it was on the minnesota vikings website for some time but it's been removed and now it's gone forever uh but i is it possible to play like that little clip on Meta Cafe? We can't even do it. Stoppies, just search Meta Cafe Purple and Gold and you'll hear it. And it's just this song is like I'm not even it doesn't it doesn't bum me out like the other songs do. I'm just so confused. Yeah, so we have some lyrics that I'd like to highlight from this song. Uh it starts with the veil of the sky draws open, the roar of the chariots touch down. We are the ones who have now come again to walk upon water like solid ground. I guess, you know what? This is endearing in a sense because I guess Prince really is just like us. He worships football players like gods. <laughs> Did Prince, is Prince's favorite color purple because of the Minnesota Vikings? Ooh, actually, no. He just, he explained it as, uh, I don't know if this is some revisionist history, like post Jehovah or whatever, but he said that purple was his favorite uh, color because of the blue sky mixed with the red blood creates uh, purple because the red blood symbolizes like revelations or something like that and the end of the world and that the purple rain is like God. I don't know. Well, I, my head canon is that is because of the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he obviously really loves the Minnesota Vikings. However, like this was when they were playing. I don't remember. Fuck. All right. Well, they were playing somebody. It was important. All right. I'm gonna. Look I don't think up. they were in the super. This was in the playoffs. They never. They didn't make it to the Super Bowl. They haven't made it to the Super Bowl since like the 1970s. It was definitely the playoffs. I think it was 2010, and they lost. He cursed them. I think that's the story. Is that Prince came out with this song and they lost the next game. <laughs> <laughs> 